Now, June is National Indigenous History Month, and June 21st marks National Indigenous Peoples Day. Indigenous Tourism British Columbia is encouraging communities across the province to get creative with this year's celebrations. I'm joined now by the chair of the board of directors for Indigenous Tourism BC, Brenda Baptiste. Brenda, how are you doing here today? I'm doing great. Thank you for the opportunity to share some of the exciting things that, that we're doing during this tough time. I mean, with the travel restrictions and with some of the challenges and states of emergencies that our communities are facing, uh, it's really forced us to be innovative. And I think it's going to have a huge impact in the future, even once we get through all of these uh, restraints. Yeah, for sure. So let's just kind of start by looking at national Indigenous History Month on a general scale. So it was first instituted in 2009 as a way to educate, connect, and promote reconciliation in Canada. How how effective do you think that, you know, having Indigenous History Month has been in order to, uh, you know, accomplish some of those goals? I think it's been excellent. Um, Prior to 2009, there really wasn't a a recognition that uh, this is something that the Canadian uh, public should even consider. And and certainly for our nations, and we've got, within this province, we've got over 200 communities, but we've got over 600 throughout the rest of Canada. And so by establishing a month, uh, we're really encouraging people to get to know the Indigenous cultures within their territory and what that that culture looks like, and then to educate themselves on some of the issues around Indigenous people in this country. And do you think over the course of the 10 years of this, of this being obviously year number 11, that, you know, people have gotten a little more in the know about, you know, what it means to be an Indigenous person here in Canada and the history of Indigenous people here in our country? Do you think that you've seen, you know, a, a, um, a growth of people's knowledge of the issues that, you know, many people do face here on a day-to-day basis? Absolutely. Um, I think that there's a long way to go, but we're definitely seeing, especially within Indigenous tourism, um, an interest in Indigenous cultures within within this province and the recognition that Indigenous people across Canada are, are so uh, diverse and that the opportunities to engage, to learn about uh, different culture is a way of connecting with uh, the Canadian identity. Now, of course, the the month is really highlighted by um, the the June twenty first, right? National Indigenous Peoples Day. And normally, there would be some you know pretty big celebration. I know there is a festival that happens in Victoria. Um, you know what's going to be happening this year? Because obviously, you can't have those mass gatherings this time around. What what are you guys doing to promote Indigenous Peoples Day on June twenty first? And you know how can people go about celebrating this year? Well, first of all, I have to say that uh, through this COVID-19 crisis, it's been difficult for our communities. I mean, our our culture, our identity is really about those face-to-face gatherings and gathering community and connecting with elders and youth. So it's been challenging. Um, And our team has looked at how can we continue to support the festivals that won't be happening, like the Victoria Festival, which has been so successful in past years, continue to do the work of uh, engaging the public on on wanting them to uh, learn more about our cultures, but also the celebration factor. Um, so one of the things that we're doing this year is that we're hosting a virtual Indigenous uh, festival. And so ITBC is hosting the festival online on June 21st with a number of performances, uh, celebrations, 
um, storytelling, um, and and I really invite everyone to follow through on that day. It's going to be amazing. So when people want to to check it out online virtually, how do they go about doing that? Where can they, um, you know, what is there a website they can go to? Is it going to be streamed online somewhere? How, how can people participate? I would go to the Indigenous Tourism BC website. Um, and so just type in Indigenous Tourism BC. Um, and then download the Indigenous Tourism BC app uh, because it'll, find, it'll help you find, and we're very excited about this app. We launched it in, uh, in March. And what this does is it helps you with your travel plans. Once travel opens up a bit in this province, this will help you find local tourism operators and Indigenous tourism um, and, and various communities that you can that you can visit. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, that kind of leads into my next question here. So when it does come to Indigenous tourism in a general sense, you know, as the province is starting to slowly open back up, we're obviously not going to have these mass gatherings. We're not going to have these really big celebrations like we would want to, like we normally would have. But what other opportunities may be out there for people throughout the summer to, you know, check out some of the uh, the, the opportunities when it comes to what Indigenous uh, communities have to offer? How can they go about finding, you know, we're, we're encouraging everyone really to stay closest to home as possible, right? If you're in BC, stay in BC and find other ways to go about planning your vacation. Uh, what, what would BCIT have in terms of, um, or sorry, uh, ITBC, excuse me, I said that wrong. What would ITBC be recommending for people who are trying to plan a vacation and maybe want to have a bit of an Indigenous experience? Well, first of all, go to our website, um, uh, Indigenous Tourism BC. Uh, second, download the Indigenous Tourism app. Uh, it's it's something that we found really uh, helpful for people to find out what are those Indigenous experiences within that area. Um, and also just sort of committing to learning about the land where you're visiting. What, what are those, those uh, First Nations within that territory? And then um, joining a virtual gathering. There's many virtual gatherings, uh, not just ITBCs, but follow our social media channels and we'll, we'll highlight those upcoming virtual celebrations. Now, you, you mentioned learning more about you know, where you're going to be visiting, learning more about uh, the history of the, the communities that maybe are, are near to you or that you're planning to attend. I just wanted to ask about education in general, because you said, you know, people have gotten a little bit more in the know here over the last 10, 11 years and, and have been paying a little bit more respect and a little bit more attention to what's been happening in our First Nation communities in this country and in this province. But can we do a lot better? And where does that start? Because I was just talking not too long ago here with someone and just saying, you know, when I went to high school, I didn't really learn a lot about the Indigenous history here in our country. And I think that that's a real shame and something that should be changed. Do you think that there is enough being done to teach young Canadians and just Canadians in general, I guess, as well? But I wanted to focus kind of on, on the youth because that's where really your learning starts. And is, is enough being done? Because I don't think enough is being done. And how can we go about improving that? Well, I think a lot of the uh, learning is going to be self-directed, right? Um, the internet has, has certainly been become a, a brilliant resource to learn about the communities within your area or the communities that you're going to visit. Uh, websites like First Voices, uh, which has uh, online language tools, um, other resources uh, online, such as the um, uh, the museums where they have, I think it's hashtag Indigenous Reads. Uh, for recommendations on on books, 
Um, but I think that uh, just doing that self-directed learning um, and, and certainly visit our, again, visit our website and we can help provide you with some of those resources as well. There's a number of First Nations websites and organizations that assist in, in this kind of learning. If people become more aware, I mean, how does that change the relationship, do you think, right? I mean, uh, you know, on-reserve and off-reserve, there's sometimes, not, not uh, you, how do I say this? So, like, people living in, in a major community, in, sorry, a big city, maybe don't necessarily think about what's going on in these smaller reserves or these smaller communities uh, that are near to them. Um, and, and, you know, you talk about, about self-learning and, and kind of taking that upon yourself. Is is that enough? Like. I, I feel like we should be forced to learn a little bit more about the history of our own country. And, um, you know, we learn about the world wars. We learn about the war of 1812. We learn about this kind of stuff. But there's a lot more that happens strictly on our own soil that I think people should be taught and people should be more aware about. Um, and, and doing it by yourself, I mean, that's great if people have the motivation to do that. But not everyone is going to take up their time to, to go about, you know, continuing that process? I mean, should more be done? Do you believe more should be done to, to make sure people are aware of what happened here in Canada? Absolutely. And I think that our leadership is doing a great job at advocating, making sure that uh, the information is embedded within the, within the education programs, making sure that uh, there are resources um, being uh, developed to provide that ongoing learning. But a really good start is uh, one of the reasons that we started Indigenous Tourism in British Columbia is because we recognized two things. One, we wanted to create economies within our communities. We also wanted to celebrate our diversity in terms of Indigenous culture and language, and we wanted to build capacity of our communities and youth to be able to share that culture with our visitors. And that's a good start. A good start is to, as you're doing your trip planning, uh, and, and it's funny, it's difficult to force anybody to learn anything. So what we feel is that if you come, you experience, even if it's a, a virtual celebration, experience the culture, the beauty, the messages, that commitment to the land, and, and that really does provide someone with the excitement to actually move forward and learn more and dig deeper. Perfect. Um, I'll, I'll get you out of here on this, Brenda, but, um, you know, you, you talked about visiting communities and participating in, in cultural events here uh, virtually or being able to, you know, learn more and, and go through the ITBC app and be able to learn a little bit more in that regard. But um, how else can we support Indigenous cultures here through this time, right? If maybe I'm I'm scared to go out i'm worried about COVID 19 i don't want to leave my house but there's probably some ways to still go about maybe celebrating the month of june celebrating uh indigenous history month here in canada and and being able to support some people who are are out there you know maybe it's with jewelry or or i don't know exactly what other kind of uh, um, material offerings might be out there but how else can i go about supporting and celebrating this month I think that you hit it right on the head, uh, supporting Indigenous uh, digital economies. Like I said, the one thing about this uh, time that we're in is it's really forced us to be innovative in terms of how we move business forward. And so um, we've got uh, Kukuli restaurants, we've got Salmon and Bannock in Vancouver. Those are restaurants that are reopening and are managing with the protocols that are there. Go, go and visit, have a meal. Uh, support our digital stores. We've got a number of digital stores.
stores within uh, within our stakeholder list. So again, go to the website, find out who those suppliers are, and support us in our digital our di- digital marketing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Brenda. I really do appreciate this, and I, I hope people are listening and do take the time to learn and celebrate this month. I think it's a good one, and June 21st, of course, is the highlight here. So log on to uh, uh, the um, ITBC website or log on to the app, and then you can find the, the virtual celebration that way. Anything else that you want to highlight before I let you go? No, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to actually spread the word and and get people celebrating again. I think this is a time that we really do need to sort of embrace culture and embrace that celebration. Well, thank you again so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Okay. That was the chair of the board for Indigenous Tourism, British Columbia, Brenda Baptiste. So, June 21. Mark it down in your calendar. It is National Indigenous Peoples Day, a day to recognize and a day to celebrate. And one good way to do that is to learn more about the cultures and communities that you live near or plan to visit. So educate yourself, learn about the history, and be better for it.